What's going on, guys? Welcome to the another episode of the International Connection. I'm so excited for this episode today. I've got Chris Anderson from Pencil Leadership with me. Welcome to the International Connection, Chris. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks for joining us, Chris. Where are you at the moment? Uh, just sitting uh, in Indiana. Wow. How's the weather yep. out there? Uh, it's a little chilly, probably 40 degrees Fahrenheit, and... Um, but sunny. So we're, we've avoided the rain and a little bit of snow for today. So it's amazing, Chris. I actually envy yeah. that right now. I'm in rainy uh, Britain uh, at the moment. Uh, yeah. And you know, any sort of sunlight on my head is what I desire at the moment, but we'll yeah, talk about that a bit later. Let's jump in. And why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, where you come from and for sure. Yep. Yeah, so um, grew up in Indiana, obviously. Um, went to college for my bachelor's of science degree, and I did that uh, for uh, specifically athletic training. Um, so taking care of athletes, preventative health and wellness, um, injury, diagnostic, uh, orthopedic type issues. Right. Um, so graduated in 2013 from Indiana Westland up here. And got a graduate assistant position down in Texas. Uh, so I moved, hop up and moved down there to start working in a high school while working on my master's degree. Um, so about two to three years, it took me to get um, my master's degree in health and human performance. Right. Yeah. Shortly after that, I actually met my wife down there. So we got married in 2016. Um, and then about six months after we got married, I got a offered a new job up back home in Indiana for industrial athletic training. So I work in a manufacturing plant um, for automotives where I go in and I help people um, prevent injuries, be healthier, um, improve their physical and mental lives. Um, But while being there, just kind of felt a drive and a passion to reach more people, um, to help other people, to start my own business. And so I decided to start by launching a podcast um, called Pencil Leadership, uh, which is going to be launching officially um, January 1st. Um, So I'm in the process of getting all the marketing and stuff going for that. Um, So I started with that and then I I saw a bigger picture. Um, So I'm starting and I have been doing uh, coaching for other people who either want to start a podcast or have Um, the same kind of mindset and they want to start a business. So I've been helping people uh, and encouraging and guiding people do that as well. But I'm excited for all these parts to come together and see it take off. So um, yeah, just a little bit about me, where I came from and how I got to where I am now. I love it, Chris. It seems like you've always had a passion towards helping other people. Is that kind of what drove you to begin to leadership in the first place? Absolutely. Yeah. I I just knew that there was something bigger out there. I wanted to leave a, a more positive mark than just a nine to five job. Um, and I, I didn't know how just a no name like me. I mean, obviously I, I'm not some celebrity, how I could reach a bunch of people. And so um, social media, podcasting uh, opened up that door to be able yeah. to just get good topics out there, motivation, encouragement, improvement for people to to listen to and take uh, into their lives. So I thought that was the best place to start. Right on. But here's a question for you, Chris. Yeah. You know, social media, podcasting, let's put that on one side. 
mm-hmm. professionally, it yeah. looked like you were you were being offered jobs, you know, all over the country. Things were going for you. You'd had a degree. You were following masters, and I said you were already working. Mm-hmm. So, what was it about working in a job that kind of made you think that this is not something that I want, and I should probably start something of my own, mm-hmm. which is which would be risky, for but sure. you were still willing to take that jump. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, it was just the fact that <laughs> I guess is. I didn't like not having control of my time and my schedule and my money as well as much. Right. Um, I was kind of at the the mercy of the corporations or uh, whoever I was working for. They had kind of the last say no matter what. Um, and I guess I had to rely on the people at the top Um making the right deals, getting the contracts re-signed. I didn't really have any control. All I could do is do the best I could in my job. But at the end of the day, it didn't matter if the company wanted to let me go, they'd let me go. I mean, it was right. all in their, in their hands and I had really little control except doing the best I could. And, and I just, I want to have more, I wanted to have more freedom with my time, with my money. And I wanted to, kind of be in control of something that eventually could help others as far as like building a team where I could pay people and, and support people financially that way through the business. Um, because I know that, um, I care about people and I would care about those who work for me. So I knew that I could help those people. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it was, Three things that I picked up from that. Yep. One is the uncertainty. You never know how long you're going to be at the job. Um, number two is the freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, your hands are always tied because you're always working for someone else. Your check right. depends upon the kind of work you do. Yeah. And yep. number three was you had the self-motivation of doing something else because you thought you were better than this. Yeah. Now, Absolutely. the reason I asked that question in the first place is because I asked that question to every entrepreneur I interview. Mm-hmm. And all of them give me the answers along those lines. So there's that sort of common element between that. So that's amazing, Chris. Now, sure. let's come to Pencil Leadership. Yeah. We'll get to the podcast in a bit, but what does Pencil Leadership, those two words represent? Like, what does it mean and where does the inspiration come from? Yeah, it actually, uh, I was thinking so hard and, and really just trying to pinpoint what I was going to call this endeavor uh, this yeah. first business type thing. And I wanted something that was different than just like leadership coaching or uh, improved leadership or something like generic. I wanted something that was make people ask, like, what does that mean? And so yeah, I was trying to look for something and uh, I came along this parable uh, about the pencil maker who uh, was getting ready to send off a pencil to um, the buyer or the new user of the pencil. Um, and he wanted to, tell the pencil before he sent them off like hey there's five things you got to know and remember about being a pencil right first one is that you have a purpose but the only way that you're going to reach that purpose which is to leave a mark to to write is to be held by someone else you're not going to be able to work or get or do what you need to do without someone helping you along the way uh, which correlates to us. And we need to remember, be humble. We need to find those people who have done things better than us or have gone before us and, and seek that counsel from them. Seek mentorship through that. The second one is um, for a pencil 
to be used well and efficiently, it has to be sharpened. Now, the pencil maker told the pencil that um, this might not be the most comfortable thing. It might hurt a little bit when you yeah. get sharpened, um, but it's going to make you so so much sharper. You're going to be able to do so much more, so much more efficiently that in the end, it'll be worth it. You'll look back and, and realize that it made you so much better. And so correlating that to our lives and as leaders, we are going to go through times that are going to challenge us. They're going to hurt us. It's not going to be the easiest ride, but being able to look back on those moments and take something from it and learning from it and growing from it and being able to use those moments of pain uh, to help our journey and to help someone else's. Then the third is that pencil, you have an eraser. You might make a mistake. Something might not go the way you want it to, but you're going to be able to erase and fix those mistakes. Now, granted, there might be some indentions left over in the surface you're writing on, um, but you'll be able to re erase the mark and just remember those mistakes for next time. And so as leaders, we're not perfect. I'm not yep. perfect. Yeah. Jag, you're not perfect. Not. And so nope. uh, we're going to have those times where we, we're going to like kick ourselves because we messed up. We've yep. got to own those. We've got to make those a real thing. We know we messed up, fix them, and then remember them as we go on so we don't do it again. But there's always a chance that we can fix our mistakes. Um, and then the fourth is that pencil leaders, um, they have, or pencils, I'm sorry, they get used a lot and through their lifetime, they're going to have nicks and cuts and scrapes and they're not going to look perfect on the outside anymore. But you got to remember the lead on the inside is what leaves the mark. It's the most important thing. So yeah. you have to remember that no matter what on the outside looks like, no matter what scars you have, what you've been through, your inside is what's important. And so as leaders, we have to focus on us internally. Sure. What is our character? What are our values that we will not waver from no matter what? no matter what we go through, no matter what scars we're left with, what's those values internally that are going to be seen by the marks we leave? Um, and so having those positive characteristics come through, uh, we have to remember. And then the last thing, the fifth pencil leadership trait is, and I think it's probably the most important to think about, is that the pencil, you're here for a reason. You're here to leave a positive mark on on the surfaces you ride on. Now, some surfaces are going to be harder to ride on than others. Sometimes yeah. it's going to be easy to ride on and leave a mark, but your job is to leave a good mark. And as leaders, everyone has influence. Everyone's a leader where they're at. Sometimes we're in harder situations to leave a mark, to leave a positive influence on others. Sometimes it's a lot easier to leave that positive influence depending on how well you're known or, what you're doing, but to remember that no matter what the situation you're in or you're going through to leave that positive mark. And that's, I think the key and the most important out of all of them. That's beautiful, Chris. I appreciate I it. Mean, and like, I love how pencil and then the leadership, you kind of like mm -hmm. describing the journey of the pencil, using the analogy and connecting yeah. it with leadership. Yeah, I Especially, thought it might be a little lengthy, but I thought the message was just so important through that parable. Absolutely. No, it directly hits me. For And I would say, like, it directly hits any other entrepreneur out there who's trying to make it work, you know, who's trying right. to, who's struggling at the moment, who's hustling. And all those people have to remember what you said is uh, you're here to leave a mark. 
Sometimes yeah. it's not going to be easy. Sometimes it's going to be very easy. But yeah, be and that's the real reason most people start something. I mean, they want to leave a mark somehow. Exactly. They see a need and they want to leave their mark to be able to fix that and to help the other people. So yeah, I agree. Absolutely, Chris. Now, actually, that leads me to my next question. In a, in a very interesting way, I want to say, like, I've heard lots and lots of leadership definitions out there. Mm-hmm. I've read a lot of books about it. I've heard uh, people on TV speak about it, global leaders, freedom fighters, and every one of that. Mm, but what yeah. does leadership mean to you personally? Personally, yeah. what does leadership mean to me? That's a good question. I mean, there's so much that incorporates yeah. uh, leadership. Um, and I know Patrick Lencioni spoke, um, this summer at a convention I was at and, um, he's an author and a, a motivational speaker and, uh, um, has wrote a, a bunch of good books. But anyways, he said that every, or, um, that you hear people talk about servant leadership all the time, but he's tired of that because that's really the only type of leadership there should be. Uh, And if you're not being a servant leader, then I think you have it wrong. Um, Whether it be um, just starting out as an entrepreneur, like what's your goals? Is it just about you and what you're going to get, what you're going to reap? Or is it how can I help somebody else? How can I help this audience get to where they need to go or solve a problem that they have? Or if you're a CEO of a big company, is it about your bankroll or is it about the people that you have working for you and their livelihoods? I just saw an interview with, uh, um, and I forget her name. She's in politics, but she was interviewing a CEO of this big bank. And I won't say any names or anything like that. I'm sure you can find it, but I was interviewing this guy. He was making billions a year. Uh, but yet he has people working for him for, uh, like it was like $15 an hour. So this, this individual working for him couldn't, they were like $600 short each month just to try to survive with their kids, trying to take care of a family. And this guy's sitting making billions. And, and she asked like, how you're talking about trying to fix the deficit deficit in America or the bank, but you can't deal with the people in your company who short $600. So is our mindset more about us and how much we're making and, and have we lost sight of who really matters? And those are the people that work for us or are going along with us. So like he could have fixed that easily. He could have increased their salary. He could have taken a little less and still been just fine. And so leadership to me is that servant leadership, um, putting others before ourselves um, in any situation. And I think that's the best way to lead is by example and by connecting uh, with those that we're trying to help by doing what we can for them without necessarily asking anything in return. Um, And as we help people, I believe that things will come for us, um, but that shouldn't be the reason that we do them. That's brilliant. So like making someone better off. by Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yep. That's what leadership means to you. That's amazing, Chris. I would love to jump more into this, but let's take a short break now and uh, give our audience a little bit of rest. We'll continue our conversation with Chris Anderson right after this short break.
right, guys, we're going to continue our conversation with Chris Anderson. We're talking about pencil leadership. So, Chris, you explained what leadership means to you in a very, very explicit and amazing way. I love that. Uh, let's move on. I wanted to ask you this question now that what was the biggest challenge that you faced when you were making this transition from a nine to five job to something which you hadn't done before and you were starting it for the very first time? What was the hardest part? I would have to say probably not letting the fear and like the what if thoughts right. take over. Right. Um, I think that would be the biggest because so many times there's so many things that um, we let fear stop us from doing uh, just through life. That would be asking that person on a date, whether it be trying something new, whether it be starting a business. I mean, that's a big risk. And um, without risk, I mean, calculated, you don't want to take stupid risk, but taking calculated risk that might still be seems might seem stupid to some people yeah. um, are worth it in the long run. And so not letting the fear of like what happens if no one ever listens to the podcast or no one ever wants um, my help being yeah. coached yeah. Um, or what happens if I never grow an audience, like all those things are like going through my head. Um, it's really, you just got to silence them. Like it's going to happen. You just got to stick with it. I mean, yeah. And you got to put good content. You got to care about your audience. You got to care about your the people you're helping reach their goals. And and like I said, if you're putting other people first, and, and, and you truly are, like I, I'm trying to. I'm not perfect, uh, and I don't want people to think that I'm perfect or trying to act that way. But um, if you if you're trying to do that, then I, I mean the benefits will come, the growth will come. Uh, so don't let that fear kind of start prying in there. Cause that's the biggest one. Cause the people around you, the yeah. closest ones to you are the ones that are going to be like, yeah, okay, good luck. But they're not really going to support anything you're doing. Yeah. Um, friends, even family. Um, so you've got to remember that you're not going to really get that support except from a handful of good people making connections. Um, like I have through you, Jack. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, just keeping that fear, realizing that those fears are real separating them excuse me into irrational and rational um and then like speaking towards them writing them down and say okay this fear that no one's ever going to listen to me someone's going to listen you're going to get yeah. at least one person okay yeah. if you put it out there so boom that one's gone and then you just start talking through all of them yeah. Making them seem smaller than they really are. Cause they really are smaller than what we make them seem like at first. And so, and then you just kind of roll with it and you just let it happen how it happens. Don't try to rush it. Right. Rightfully said, Chris. Now, yeah. when I see, when I see you right now, when I'm, when I'm talking to you, yeah. obviously I'm seeing, I, I won't use the word end product. Cause I know you're obviously learning every single day and growing. Oh yeah. But I'm seeing someone who's better than, uh, Chris Anderson from let's say two to three years ago. Oh, for sure. You know? mm -hmm. So, and I can say the same thing for me because yeah. what happens is once you're starting something, like you said, you care about other people's point of view. You have all of these fears that stop you. You close your eyes, you're bombarded with all the thoughts that tell you why this is not a good idea, you know? Mm -hmm. But do you have like one strategy that worked for you or something that you can pinpoint or maybe a multiple of strategies that worked for you you were able to kick those fears away and continue doing what you wanted to do. Mm, 
Yeah, I'd I would share say, mine, but I want to say I want to hear your first. Yeah, for sure. Mine, my biggest one that I use um, is 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 my faith uh, in God, and so I use prayer to right. make sure I'm aligned with right. Uh, the right thing. So, is this going to help people? Is this about other people? Um, and is this the right move um, to to reach other people and, and help spread uh, that message? And so, um, I go back to that first for wisdom to, to get wisdom. Um, then of course I talk to my wife to make sure that yep. she's on board cause she's usually got a good sense about things. And so if she thinks it's a really bad idea, she'll save it. She'll let me know. Yeah. Uh, and then we can discuss and usually it ends up if she thinks it's a bad idea, it'll end up me being like, uh, yeah, you're right. I didn't think about all that. Yeah. But, uh, if she's on board then it's something that I feel more comfortable with doing. So, uh, and that's kind of what I did. And she was on board. Uh, with this whole process, which is awesome. And then, um, like I said, finding a mentor, finding a coach, a mentor that has done something like this, uh, who's been doing it successfully. Um, and just asking their advice, taking their advice, uh, just to know kind of am I on the right track. So all those kind of are my top go-to things, um, for sure. Absolutely. So that actually works out perfectly. So number one was faith. Yep. That means like, okay, well, asking someone uh, who's obviously better than you in terms of like, whether this this would be a valuable thing to do, whether this aligns with your own personal values and faith. And the next thing you said was coming to a mutual conclusion with something, someone, either your wife or your dad or your mom, someone who knows yep. you. And number three, finding someone who's obviously more experienced in the stuff that you want to do and taking their advice and working on it. I I love the way how you laid that out. Yep. That forms an effective strategy in itself. And I can say this technique that I use to work on my fears Mm, actually resonates with that perfectly. It's, um, I always focus on the end goal as if I know that I'm scared right now, (laughs) but doing this, the overall effect, the big picture of this action would have you know, when that period of stupidness is, is passed away, when that period of being uncomfortable is passed away, it's going to be priceless. You know, then no, none of, none of these fears, other people's views would matter at that time. And that's how yeah. I continue. But that's, that's amazing, Chris. Thanks for sharing that. Now, no problem. we're in the last segment of our episode. And usually what I do in this segment is ask my guest this question, um, is what is their end goal? what sort of impact do they see themselves making uh, with the project that they're doing right now? And in your case, the project that you're starting next year. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's, uh, uh, there's a lot of end goals. Um, right. I have a lot that I want to reach with pencil leadership, with my personal brand, with this coaching, with this podcast. And um, I think the ultimate one, I guess to sum them all up, but would just be able to, just improve the lives of everyone who I come in contact with, whether it be an audience member listening to the show, whether it be someone who I coach uh, for their own business or podcast, whether it be um, somewhere I speak, whether it be from a book I write, whether it be from a nonprofit um, that I plan on starting uh, for students uh, in the school settings um, or whether it be those who are going to work for me in the future when this grows um, to that size. Right. Uh, just leaving that positive impact, changing people's lives for a positive way, 
because they will then change people's lives for a positive way and it'll just ripple effect. Uh, so that personally in the or in the career setting, that's my ultimate goal is just to touch and change people's lives for positive. Personally, I want to leave um, a legacy for God willing, if I have kids and they have kids and so on to like the third grade generation, I want to have a legacy financially set up for them yeah. Yeah. of um, value systems set up for them um, so they can look back at great, great, great grandfather Chris Anderson and say, man, look what he did to change the environment he was in. Um, and so that's personally the goal I want to reach. That's amazing, man. And dude, I'm so happy that you wouldn't say something like, I want to be a billionaire with this business. That's why I'm starting mm -hmm. it. As long as right. 2022, I want to have a million dollars in my bank because you get those people a lot as well who focus sure, on the yeah. monetary benefit. Yeah. But what you said was, was beautiful. And I could tell that it, resonates with what you believe in personally is helping other people that's it like yeah. you don't care about the money and everything you just want to make yeah. other person's life easy and like kudos to you for being a great leader Chris because that's what true it. leadership is and keep doing what you're doing with pencil leadership I'm always going to be around to appreciate your work and if there's any way in which the international connection can help you feel free to drop me a message and for sure and uh, would love that so with that, we've reached the end of our episode. I'd just like to say a quick thank you for Chris Anderson for showing up and sharing his inspirational story. Best of luck to you uh, for Pencil Leadership next year, mate. And anything, as I said, that I can do to help you would appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on the show, man. All right. Have fun, Chris. Thanks. You too. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Chris's story. We'll be back with another episode next week with a new story. So tune in to the International Connection. Thank you.